Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at BuffaloRumlinks.com and host of Buffalo Rumlinks Q&A on the Buffalo Rumlinks Podcast Network. We are right in the middle of free agency talk and prepping for the offseason and a big time of questions for Buffalo Bills fans. So send in yours. As always, you can call us at 716-508-0405 to leave your voicemails any time of day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at our voicemail line. You can text that number again. That is 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumlings Q&A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email buffalorumlings at sbnation.com. Facebook messages, Twitter messages, um, Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumlings account will also make their way to me. Lots of ways to get your questions in as we get... um, kind of big into the offseason and speaking of the offseason we've got a couple big announcements coming to the podcast network in the very near future so stay tuned to those um for me it looks like coming up on march 16th tuesday night march 16th i'll be doing a live q and a show uh, centered around the opening of nfl free agency so put that on your calendars. It'll probably be 9 o'clock on uh, March 16th. So that's coming up in just a few weeks. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll be on uh, YouTube and, and streaming uh, right on the Buffalo Rumblings web- website as well. So uh, put that on your calendars. We'll have a full week of live shows that week that you can uh, check out. So make sure you follow Buffalo Rumblings on YouTube, follow Buffalo Rumblings over on your podcast feeds, and of course on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere else you can get Buffalo Bills content. The day this podcast is released is February 23rd, and that is the start of the NFL franchise tag window. NFL teams have a few weeks to franchise tag players or transition tag i guess um i don't see them using the transition tag but they have until march 9th to apply the franchise tag they can only use one per year and that salary is determined by uh, the top five salaries at that player's position over the last five years and um so the bills have at least one option maybe two potentially uh realistically that they could use the franchise tag on and the first is matt milano so i'll talk about that briefly even though i didn't get a question about it just because it's you know the way to kick off this kind of window um milano would be due about 15 and a half million dollars we're not 100 sure what the franchise tag would be but it's i think it's 15.6 million dollars um and that's a lot of money uh to give to to matt milano especially if you're not willing to sign him long term um, the contract I projected earlier this offseason was a four-year deal for Milano that guaranteed him $30 million over two seasons, so about the same number on an average annual salary basis, uh, but it only gave him a $10 million cap hit in 2021, whereas this salary cap tag or franchise tag would give him a $15.6 million cap hit in 2021. 
if they want to see Milano play a year healthy before giving him a long-term deal, if they want to pair him with Tremaine Edmonds for one last run to see how that duo works, um, they could certainly use the, the franchise tag. And I think he's the only realistic option on the Buffalo Bills roster. But I think it's a half measure. And Brandon Bean doesn't really strike me as a half measure kind of guy. He strikes me as a guy that's going to go all in with what he really believes right now. And so he's either going to move on from Matt Milano, which is what I expect that they're going to do or he's going to sign Milano to you know a three or four year deal uh, to keep him around long term um, if they decline the fifth year option on Tremaine Edmonds this offseason and give Matt Milano the franchise tag both of them would be entering unrestricted free agency next year too so kind of um, looking down the line and stacking when your guys are going to become free agents it also doesn't really make sense for uh them to do both of those things this offseason. So I would imagine if they franchise tag Matt Milano, they'll also give that fifth-year option to Tremaine Edmonds. And so kind of that roster-building philosophy kind of comes into play here. Um, so yeah, that, and I wrote a little bit more about that over at buffalorumlinks.com if you want to check it out. The other player that I think the Bills could potentially franchise tag is Daryl Williams, the right tackle. The franchise tag for offensive linemen is $14.5 million. And um, I projected a deal for for Williams that was just $18 million in guaranteed money over the first two years of his deal, um, which was a four-year deal. So I think if they're willing to give him $14.5 million uh, for just one season, that they'd be willing to give him $18 million for two seasons um, or you know whatever it is works out to be for that four-year contract. So... Um, I don't anticipate them giving it to him. Uh, the other player that I know people are going to ask about is John Feliciano. The offensive lineman tag is $14.5 million. Like I said before, they should be able to get him under contract for a much lower salary figure than that. So he's not really even in the conversation here. It, in my opinion, it's Milano or bust as far as franti- franchise tag players go. It's been a while since the Bills used a franchise tag. Um, Jarris Bird at safety was the last time they did that. Let's kick off the rest of your Buffalo Bills free agency questions now um, and go over to Twitter. Nasty 2318 asks us, will the Bills dump a lot of those one-year contracts from last year to make room to bring back Matt Milano? and get other linebacker and defensive line help. Well, they're going to have to. Uh, the Bills right now are still over the salary cap, so if they give Matt Milano that franchise tag tender, they're going to be even more over the salary cap. In order to get to that $15 million figure that Matt Milano would need, the Bills would at least need to get rid of two of their three defensive linemen that they signed last offseason. So you're talking about Quinton Jefferson, Vernon Butler and Mario Addison. I would imagine that Jefferson and Butler, they won't lose any sleep over getting rid of those guys. That frees up about $12 million. Um, if they got rid of Lee Smith, that's another 14 and a half. So you're really, really close to what you would need to get to Matt Milano. But again, that means that there's still no right tackle on the roster. You know, you don't have a kick returner on the roster. There's no backup quarterback. So you just keep going down the list. And it's just another reason why I don't think that they're going to franchise tag Matt Milano just because it's going to be cost prohibitive and just getting under the salary cap is going to be kind of tricky for them this offseason. I mean, the, tricky might be the wrong word. It's going to it's going to hurt. They're going to be cutting good NFL players to get under the salary cap 
in 2021. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how they can create some salary cap space without cutting anybody um, in a subsequent episode at, coming up in the next week or two. That'll be on buffalorumblings.com as well. But uh, this question I thought dovetailed really nicely with the Milano talk uh, on the franchise tag. So we threw it out there. Again, all that information is on buffalorumblings.com, including the report from the Associated Press and John Warrow saying that the um, that Matt Milano was indeed going to test free agency this offseason. Um, what that tells us is that Waro talked to somebody close to Milano or the, in the Bills organization where um, Milano wasn't going to take the contract offer the Bills are going to give, which kind of leaves them uh, either without a contract or looking at that franchise tag option. So all that stuff is over at buffalorumblings.com right now. I'm going to take a quick break. And come right back after these messages from our sponsors. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, back at it. And before we get into your next question, I wanted to draw your attention over to buffalorumlings.com, where we've been spending entire days, multiple articles, analyzing different aspects of the the roster and asking what your opinion is. Um, so on Monday of this week, we did the tight end position. So we talked about the guys on the roster, free agents, uh, the NFL draft prospects at the position, and um, went through all of that on Monday. Last week, we went through the cornerback position opposite Tredavious White with Levi Wallace and Josh Norman both being free agents and we talked about them on Thursday and Friday of last week and then before that we did the returner spots and right tackle and interior offensive lineman and linebacker and just we've gone through all of those free agent positions we have a few more coming up with backup quarterback and pass rusher at defensive end uh, we're also going to take a look at some positions where they might not be free agents like the wide receiver position the safety position and uh, really round out our coverage before free agency kicks off um, in the middle of march so make sure you're sticking with buffalorumlinks.com we've got just a ton of content coming around nfl free agency but free agency has already kicked off with the J.J. Watt sweepstakes, as uh, Edson sends us. Um, 
is being a part of the J.J. Watt sweepstakes really a good idea, given his age, his injury history, and possible cost? Um, and then he lists a few other guys that he might prefer. Um, I think being part of the J.J. Watt sweepstakes is a good idea. He had a really high pass rush win rate last year, and um, he's just... He's one of those guys that's going to elevate the locker room, elevate the other guys in the room, kind of like Stefan Diggs did last year. Stefan Diggs, when he came in last year, other guys on the offense looked around and said, oh, this is how you do things to go and take it to the next level. And J.J. Watt would do that, I think, in the defensive room and on the defensive line. You know, I mean, Jerry Hughes has been here a long time. He's the defensive captain, but he's only ever been on really, you know, the, the Bills teams that have been successful. He hasn't really been on other teams and played at like a Hall of Fame level like J.J. Watt has, at least for parts of his career. So I think he would really come in and set the tone for that defensive room. And so I think he is a better option than than maybe another different type of free agent would be. Um, I also think he's just going to be a good player for the next year or two. Um, He's not going to be a defensive player of the year, probably, for the Buffalo Bills, but he can come in and be very productive for the Bills. And really improve their pass rush while also improving their defensive tone as a whole. So I really don't ha- wouldn't have a problem with them bringing in J.J. Watt on a market-level deal. They're just going to have to figure out how to actually do that dollars and cents-wise. And they can do that. It's not like, you know, it's super prohibitive from doing that. But, I mean, it would probably mean no Matt Milano, which, again, I've already said I'm okay with. But um, I I'm definitely okay with them being in the J.J. Watt sweepstakes. Thanks for your question on Twitter at Rumlings Q&A. Next up, Andrew asks us about the tight end position. We spent an entire day going over tight ends on Monday of this week over at Buffalo Rumlings, so check all that stuff out. But uh, he says, I wouldn't have a clue on the pass route versus blocking snaps from a tight end in the backfield, but if the offensive line improves, would that mean less pistol formations? Specifically, fewer sets with tight ends in the backfield helping with blocking. It seemed like last year the offense transitioned a little to help the offensive line by putting Lee Smith in the backfield. Uh, yeah, they did do some of that, um, and his snaps increased actually as the year went on. Um, he wasn't always in the backfield. Sometimes he was in the wing, so like right off the um, right tackle's butt or the left tackle's butt, um, just kind of in the backfield that way uh, to get a little bit more of that outside blocking and um, another pair of blocking hands and feet in there. And that's really what he was used for most of the time. Um, I don't know if he was like in the backfield as a fullback you know, halfback type option. Um, and we haven't really seen a ton of snaps from Reggie, Reggie Gilliam in that position either. Um, I don't know if it means we'll see less of it. The Bills are spreading it out more, going with more three and four wide receiver sets um, over the course of the last year, year and a half, especially now with Stefan Diggs in the fold. So we're just seeing fewer and fewer tight end reps anyway. For some perspective, in 2019, the Bills had 1,338 snaps played by tight ends on the roster. Um, If you add the fullback snaps in, sorry, I'm doing math while I'm talking, it's 1,500 snaps, including the fullback and the tight end. In 2020, however, it was just 900 snaps by tight ends. And so that's, uh, let's see here, Nate Becker, Lee Smith, Tyler Croft, 
and Dawson Knox. If you add in the fullback snaps from Reggie Gilliam, again, doing math as I'm talking, it's 974. So it's fewer than 1,000 snaps by tight ends and fullbacks. So they went real far away from their 1,500 in 2019 to fewer than 1,000 in 2020 as Josh Allen got better chucking the ball around as they got improvement from their wide receiver position. So they're already making that change. Um, I don't know specifically pistol formations versus like keeping the extra tight end in the backfield. But I mean, there were games when Lee Smith was just flat out inactive in 2020 as they're moving away from that extra blocking tight end in the backfield. So it is definitely moving in that direction um, away from tight ends of the backfield or really tight ends and blocking in general. We might see the Bills start to shift back to maybe some two tight end sets in 2020. They just really didn't always have the horses in the barn to be able to do that um, just because of injuries or you know guys being inactive or whatever in 2020. So uh, they definitely are transitioning more toward three wide receiver and four wide receiver sets. Now, if they get rid of John Brown this offseason, and you're talking about Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, and then Gabriel Davis is your third wide receiver. Maybe you will see more of the tight end being used in, in those situations instead of having those three wide receiver sets. It's going to be very interesting to see how they proceed uh, this coming season because of the salary cap limitations. So um, it's a great question. I'm glad I was able to add up some tight end and fullback snaps for you. And uh, you can reach us over at Rumblings Q&A on Twitter, just like Andrew did to get your question answered for next week's episode. That's going to do it for this uh, week's edition of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A. As always, you can call us 716-508-0405 and leave a voicemail any time of day. You can text that line as well. Again, the phone number is 716-508-0405. Tweet us at Rumblings Q&A. Facebook messages and Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumblings account will get to me as well. So... Thanks for listening and go Bills.